And so when you've got that kind of energy moving through, I think it's really great. You know, I'm a huge meditation guy, but I know meditation is not for everyone. But, you know, mindfulness, just learning how to take a glass of water, feel the cool temperature on my fingers as I'm holding it and look at the water shimmer. And then as it's coming up to my mouth, I feel the glass touch my lips. Mm -hmm. Just take a little drink and follow the water down my throat. I can feel it going to energize and heal my body. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome everyone to our show today. I have a very special guest that I know you guys are going to enjoy. He has a very awesome story that he's going to share with us, but I want to tell you a little bit about him. So today we have a two-time author of the book, Breath, Five Meditations for Stress Relief and Motivational Book, also Living Gratitude. So today I'm going to tell you who we have. His name is Matt O'Grady, right? You are correct. Perfect. So Matt O'Grady is with us today and he welcomes you to join him on his podcast show where he teaches his clients how to live happier, more successful, and gratitude-filled lives. He is a former co-host of Matt and Phil LOA. What is LOA? Law of Attraction. Okay, awesome. So Law of Attraction show, that's awesome, which aired for four years. Matt is also a co-founder of a nonprofit organization, Soul Brothers, that supports adults, children in need, adult and children in need. He currently lives with his wife and his eight-year-old son in Huntington, New York. So Matt, welcome to the show today. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Well, I'm excited to have you and to share your story. So you've done so much in your life, but we know that our past or our story where we started kind of leads up to where we are today. So can you take us back to where you were and and how you decided to develop? I just woke up one day enlightened. It was just... (laughs) Well, that sounds great. I wish we could all do that. No, no, of course not, right? There's there's always a journey. for people like us that are really into transformation and awakening and becoming more self-aware. There's always a journey. Um, For some people, it happens a lot faster. For me, it was gradual. I went kicking and screaming, to be honest with you. Um, You know, one of those real kind of pivotal moments was I was uh, just becoming a disabled veteran. And I was 25 years old, and I had thought, you know, oh, I'm going to go out there and protect, you know, people I love and take care of the world. And so I was caught up in, you know, that kind of idea. And what happened instead 
was my body got all beat up really bad mm -hmm. in the military. And uh, so I got a medical discharge. Mm -hmm. And while I was in the process of getting that medical discharge, I, my whole life was rapidly changing before my eyes in my mid twenties, still trying to figure out life. So I got very depressed, very sad, had, you know, that dark night of the soul and, uh, you know, started figuring it out. I started reading books by Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra. And I was just trying to figure out what I could do to get a handle on my life. And all of a sudden I started meditating. I started doing yoga. I started, you know, practicing self-awareness, started practicing gratitude. That's why I wrote the book about it. And, yeah. you know, all those things that started to really make my life better. And I realized that even though my body was in pain and my heart was in pain, that I started to see some light. And I followed these things through the tunnel that felt dark at the moment, but over just practicing really a few months, I had a completely new lease on life. I was like, wow, I can really do anything. You know, I'm in my mid twenties. I can, I can decide to do something tomorrow and practice it and get good at it. And I'm going to heal this body. And I did that through yoga and meditation and acupuncture and these different things. And it was really enlightening to realize that I could be in such a dark spot and such a sad place. And then in just a few months have such a, a radically different perspective on life. Right. So did you heal your body then? You Because you said I you did. had a lot of pain back then. I did. Yes. It took some time. It wasn't immediate, but I had a, a separated, uh, severely separated shoulder and a torn groin. And so both, uh, both on the left side. So it was really hard to get around and move and just kind of do normal things in life. So I had to be really patient and they wanted to do surgeries on me, but I knew that wasn't the right path for me. So I stuck with holistic things and supplements and herbs and meditation. And I just kept meeting people that took me under their wing and really took one so many angels that just took such good care of me. And within a couple of years, I had full range of motion and, you know, everything was working and it was, you know, so much better. Mm -hmm. So it took some time, but um, it was it was amazing to watch that transformation happen. Isn't it amazing how our bodies can actually heal itself? A lot yes. of times we're so impatient and we want to just, mm. let's just do surgery and get it fixed, yeah. right? Yeah. But what we don't know is that surgery doesn't always fix it. And then no. it puts your body through a lot of stress. Can actually so, make it worse, right? Yeah. yeah. A, lot a lot of times, times you it get surgery trying to fix exactly. something and it makes it worse. Yeah. So I love that you took the holistic side of that. That's beautiful. And, and obviously it works because- you were able to get your full range of motion and now your health is back. So now that your health is back, where'd you go from there? Well, I, I started, I went to holistic college. I was so inspired by, wow. uh, you know, my healing process. I wanted to learn more about it. So I was living in San Diego. So I went to Mueller holistic college, which was an awesome, wonderful experience. Also very enlightening. I got introduced to Tai Chi and Qigong things wow. I hadn't experienced before. And I fell in love with those. So I, I practiced those for many years and it just I was already into meditation a bit but it supported that I found right across the street was a Buddhist temple so I started taking classes over there so I started going to Buddhist retreats and it just really kind of opened me up to this whole world I didn't even know exist in my mid starting to become my later 20s and I was just blown away by you know what was out there and what was possible so I just became a dedicated person to studying all of these opportunities and have since just been applying them to my life, whether it's, you know, I did corporate for, for some years and now I've been a 20 year entrepreneur and just kind of realizing that we have all the power within the power is within us. We just have to figure out how to tap into that and then practice it every day and live from that space.
Right. Well, good for you for actually finding it in your 20s. I wish <laughs> I would have found it in my 20s. That would have been awesome. Not that I was like so way off, but I just can't imagine. Like I would have loved to have done that because I can't imagine how much further I'd be. Mm. Although when you find it, it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't no. matter. No. It's just finding that space and that healing and, and going on that venture of your own because everybody's journey is different. So, so you're yes. in this holistic side, you're, you've got some degrees, you've got some knowledge and, mm -hmm. and then you just take that now and you started your entrepreneurship or. Originally? Yeah. So I, I was involved in a few different businesses, uh, but then I, about 13 years ago, I really wanted to get into coaching, started my podcast, started, you know, writing things. My first book was actually called something called the law of attraction workbook, where I was just working with clients on, you know, trying to understand the law of attraction, how it works in our lives, getting focused on our goals, our intentions, really just getting people also to talk about what they wanted. You know, there's this really great exercise that I do with my clients and it's just one minute and all you do is say what you want. So I say, what do you want? What do you want? And they say health, happiness, partner. I want to be loved. Just, you know, and in one minute, somebody can say 20, 30, 40 things. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. They, they get done with that small exercise. Like I, I never even think about those things. Like I have the main things, like I want to make money. I want to be healthy. I want to be in love. But other than that, people don't really go deep with, the, mm -hmm. you know, what's really inside them and what they want the most. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of practice we have to really check in with ourselves. What does your heart really want? So I was kind of fascinated with this process of, you know, understanding it for myself and then also walking people through it. Uh, because I think, you know, if you really want to learn something, one of the best ways to do is to teach it. After you practice something for some years, now it's time to see, can, can you help people along that are just, you know, a few steps behind you? You know, are you able to reach down your hand and lift them up as well? So I've, I've always been a teacher and a coach at heart in lots of different ways. So, you know, made it official and have been working with clients for 13 years now. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I Thank love you. that you talk about learn it, then teach it. Because, yeah. you know, once you learn it, if you don't go out and immediately teach someone, even if it's your spouse or you That's know, right. someone, friend or, yeah, then exactly. you will forget or not use those techniques. And so by teaching it, it really gets set in. And if you teach it often, obviously, it really does. That's it. So you all get better of those, it. yeah, all of those techniques are so valuable. So you um, created this business. You've been an entrepreneur now for 20 years, you said. Yeah. So what exactly are you helping them to find? Tell us a little bit more. Sure. About that. Well, it's, it's really about, you know, my coaching philosophy is all about solutions, right? So we've all got issues in our lives. We've all got quote unquote problems, right? But I, I'm always shifting to the solution. So, you know, we, we can sit and complain and worry and be stressed, or we can figure out what the solutions are to the problems we have in our lives. So I always try to circle because a lot of times people think, oh, I'm going to get on a coaching session and I'm just going to tell Matt about all my problems. He'll listen to me and it's going to, it's going to feel good. It, sure, we do a little bit of that because I need to know what's going on in someone's life. But uh, they're sometimes surprised how quickly I'm like, okay, let's, let's get to work on this. And they're like, well, you know, I want to talk more about how much I don't like it. But I understand you don't like it. Now it's time to figure out, you know, if you're paying me, right, let's figure out a plan that's going to help you get where you want to be. Because that's the kind of coach I am. I, I don't feel like, you know, 
I feel like there's lots of other kind of talk therapy for that. And I think there's a place for that, but that's not what I do. What, what I try to do is figure out, you know, somebody's psyche, how, how do they work? What is going to be the best thing that's going to help them? You know, cause a lot of people say, okay, my goal is, you know, I'm going to make $10 million by tomorrow morning, you know? Okay. You know, but probably how about we work on the first million tonight? You know, what do yeah. you say? You know, like, like just, you know, certain things like that, that just kind of get people to figure out, you know, the best ways and actually creating milestones and ask them to write it down, ask them to work on it, you know, because I'm really big into writing, whether it's you know, big into gratitude. So write down what you're grateful for, write down what's positive, write down what you appreciate, write down what you love. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to do that forever. I don't do it. I don't do journaling that much anymore, but I did a ton of it when I was first becoming awake and self-aware and I've got, you know, journals, dozens of journals filled. With, yeah. Right. <laughs> so many of us go on that path of just trying to get out the feelings and the desires and what we want. And I think when, once somebody starts to do that, you're getting the energy flowing, you're getting the emotions flowing, you're getting your passion moving through you and through your life. And then that energizes you and lifts you up. You start getting excited and inspired. You start feeling good. And you're like, ah, oh, everything's happening now. Just want to keep going. And then new desires, right? Once you achieve certain goals that you have, that now that's going to create new desires that you want to put into action. So we figure out the plan to do that. And then really checking in about self-care. I'm big into compassionate self-discipline so that people can you know, kind of work themselves towards where they want to go without beating themselves up. Cause there's so much, oh, I didn't, I didn't make that 10 million in 24 hours. Now I don't like myself. Now I'm not worth anything. You know, I really want to get out of that kind of mindset where it's like, okay, let me just check in. Let me take a few minutes to take care of me, whether that's a gratitude practice or meditation or doing something fun with family and friends or hobbies. You know, I think we're so busy with work and I can relate owning two businesses. I also own a digital marketing company. So, you know, I, and a coaching business and a podcast and I write books and I do events. I have a hospital gig oh, teaching everyone about all, all these things about self-care. So it's really, uh, you know, we can get caught up in it, especially if we're really passionate about it, but mm -hmm. so important to take some time just to be, just to feel that presence in a moment and live in the present moment and just whoo, let everything kind of come down. And then that can energize us and really connect us with what we want most, what, what matters most to us and kind of use that to fuel ourselves forward. Yeah. You know, it's so funny you share that because just recently, it's so funny. I have it right here, which is I had it in the other room the other day, but I, when I try to find time to just be um, and what I do is I schedule it in my day. I didn't used to, I would work, 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 just like you said you did. And then I would just like be so like just drained. And I thought, you know, I got to do something that I enjoy. And so you guys can't see this if you're not on. Oh yeah, I can see that. That's gorgeous. Video, but this is my video. This is my picture. It's not done, but I've been working on it. And um, it's just, something that I love doing mm. and it just takes my mind off of stuff. So I love that you sure. shared that because sometimes that's what business owners, especially, because I have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this as well. And so, mm. you know, taking that time for yourself is so valuable. Yes. So, yeah. so what are some of the things that you are suggesting that they might do during those times? Is there anything specific that sure. you share that you can share with us? Sure. I mean, one of the main things that I try to teach people is about bookending. 
first thing when you wake up, last thing before you go to bed, some of the best times for self-care, even if it's just a few minutes, you know, especially, you know, you don't have to meditate for two hours before bed, but if you can carve out 15 minutes, 10 minutes, something like that, you know, before you get under the covers and put your head on the pillow, because then you just want to go to sleep, but just, you know, when you first wake up, you know, you set setting the tone for the whole day. So I love to start with something we're grateful for. It could be really simple. Like I got a roof over my head. I got a comfortable bed. I love the person sleeping next to me, whatever it is that, you know, is kind of simple and easy to access. So you're just starting off the first energy that you're putting out to the day is feeling good, love, connection, relationship, inspiration, something like that. You know, I've done hundreds of things. I love quotes wisdom quotes and inspirational quotes for so sometimes I'll read quotes or I'll listen to something or even if you're not like doing a formal meditation but you're just kind of quiet and you're listening to someone kind of help you connect in the morning so meditation gratitude connection relationship I think is really important and you bookend the day so even if you're so busy throughout the day you never get to anything else you've started your day that way and you end your day that way and then your day is bookended by these two amazing practices Ooh, I like the thought of that okay yeah. I was trying to figure out what you meant by that but now I get it yeah that's that's really really cool that you can it's like working guess, out right a lot of yeah. a lot of us we say oh we're going to work out after lunch or we're going to work out tonight <laughs> after dinner or you know right before bed I'll do some sit that almost never happens right yeah if we're honest first thing in the morning is the best first thing in the morning you know and and you can combine it with a workout too a lot of people that i work with say i literally don't have time to do anything new. okay so while you're doing your squats while you're on the treadmill while you're doing some sit-ups whatever it is think about what you're grateful for you don't have to think about your sit-ups so much right you don't have to think about walking on the treadmill think about who you love Think about what you're most inspired by. Think about what it's going to feel like to achieve all those beautiful goals you have for your life. You know, and as you start to incorporate that into your day, all of a sudden you're just living a better life. All of a sudden you start to feel like you've already achieved it. You start to feel great. You're like, I'm on my way, you know, and it starts to be really enlivening. And so when you've got that kind of energy moving through, I think it's really great. You know, I'm a huge meditation guy, but I know meditation is not for everyone, but you know, mindfulness, just learning how to take a glass of water, feel the cool temperature on my fingers as I'm holding it and look at the water shimmer. And then as it's coming up to my mouth, I feel the glass touch my lips. Mm-hmm. Just take a little drink and follow the water down my throat. I can feel it going to energize and heal my body. You know, just these really simple things that we can incorporate into our lives to help us be in the present moment, help us be connected and just not be so, uh, you know, crazed because, you know, we've got YouTube and 18 social media channels and we're getting hit by commercials and, you know, all of us have dealt with COVID the last couple of years and what's happening. We can feel really kind of like just stressed out and blown away. So teaching people how to come into the present moment, take a breath and just relax. And and even if that's just a few times a day to just breathe for a few moments, you know, I'm a big, I love to, you know, get in, cross my legs and breathe and do a 20 minute breath meditation or mantras and things like that. But especially when we're just starting, it's learning about how to take one conscious breath, you know, not to do 20 minutes. Right, right. There's something that I do, it's called the, um, I think it's called four, seven, eight. Um, It's where you like breathe out all Mm -hmm. the breath and then you breathe in for four, you hold for seven and then you breathe out for eight and you do that four times. It's pretty amazing. 
that's cool. That's it. Four yeah. breaths in the morning, four breaths at night. It just like sets your day. And yeah. That. And when you uh, talked about gratitude in the morning, <laughs> oh, that is amazing yeah. as well. We, I do it in a form of prayer. My husband and I say prayer together. Oh, that's great. And so I just tell God everything I'm grateful for mm. and just share that from my heart. And I can beautiful absolutely feel a difference in the morning. Mm. So yeah. I love that you shared that as well, because I think that makes all the difference. Um, as That's well. so, wonderful that you have that relationship with the creator. Yeah, it is yeah. pretty awesome. Gorgeous. I have to yeah. say I'm, I'm pretty blessed. So, <laughs> yeah. Good. So, I, I want to um, talk a little bit more about your business and, and what exactly, um, like if somebody was to want to work with you to kind of get more, you know, more mindful and, and really find their inner peace or whatever it is that they're looking for, how would they find you? And do you um, have a website? Do you have yeah. things that you can share that they can get a taste of you? Sure, sure. So at mattogradycoaching.com, it's just mattogradycoaching.com. Okay. There's, there's we will all have this the in the show notes to you guys, so you won't have to look yeah, at so it's Yeah, that's that's okay. It's, it's mattogradycoaching.com. So that's where all my social media channels are. I have a podcast. All my podcasts are on my YouTube channel. There's hundreds of them. And I've been doing it for 13 years. So I started, uh, it was funny, I, I launched the podcast. And just a few podcasts in, I started having people ask me to coach them. Wow. And I had already kind of thought that might be something I was going to do. But well, so I went to Joe Vitale's uh, coaching school. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and then I went to a woman, Gina Gabellini. I went to her coaching school too, a few years later. So I was really into it. I was really like, okay, I want to, I want to learn how to coach people. Um, and I was very passionate about it. And, you know, so, so when I started off, it was really kind of exploring a lot of what people want, which is a big part of what I do, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs have desires, you know, they have goals, they want to do things. Uh, but at the same time, I check in with someone, the first thing we do when we get on a session is, where are you at? What are you feeling? What's going on? You know, what, what's been happening last few days, last few weeks in your life, you know, just to kind of take someone's temperature and see where they are, and how they're feeling. Because a lot of times, um, people finally get to coaching because something happened, whether it was a loss, a divorce, a move, loss of a job, you know, some sort of an injury. And they're like, you know what, I need help. I need support. You know, I've been listening to that guy's podcast for a year. I'm calling him, you know, and we get on and like, I feel like I know you because I've been listening to your podcast. Like, I'm sure you hear this too, mm-hmm. you know, because I share very honest, open things about my life. And that's, I just talk about it. I talk about what I'm doing with my clients, the kind of work that we're doing. So people can really get to know me and what I do coaching wise through the podcast. But then there's also hundreds of blog posts. You know, there's two books. There's a lot of ways to kind of, you know, test the water and see if you like my philosophy and, and how I work with people. Mm-hmm. And then it's really, you know, customized for the person. I'm not one of those people that's like, the, uh, I don't have the O'Grady method or anything like that, because I feel like everybody is an individual light of beautiful energy. And it's how do we 
work with that, with somebody's specific experiences, specific background, what they're dealing with in the moment. And so I love to get to know the people that I'm working with really well. I do a lot of kind of comp time too, so that we can get to know each other, especially if the plan is to work together over a period of time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people just need, you know, a few sessions to kind of get out of a rut. And I don't mind that either because I make great friends and I'm friends with people for years on social, right? But they just do a few sessions, but we get to know each other. Sometimes it's really beautiful, intimate moments because I'm a stranger in a lot of ways. And so people can be more honest with a stranger sometimes than they can. Isn't that amazing that it's so true? Yeah. Oh my God. The stories I've been hearing for well over a decade now blow my mind. And I almost every week I hear, so I've never told anyone this. You know, I'd say almost every week I hear that because Mm -hmm. they know that I care. They know that I'm really listening. They know I'm not going to judge them. They know I'm not going to tell anyone because I don't, you know, my whole interest and focus is how can I help this person? Mm -hmm. You know, how can I just kind of, and it's, the truth is they do all the work, right? But I help from that coaching perspective. They've got to do the heavy lifting. Because mm-hmm. they sometimes they just don't know which direction to go or or how to get out of that little rut that they're in, like you said, and so you're guiding them out of that. Of course, they have to do the work; otherwise, yes. they're not going to ever get out of there. <laughs> right. um, but I love that uh, that you kind of walk each an individual person through what they need instead yeah. of just saying, "Oh, one fits this fits everybody." You know, this is what I'm going to do with everyone. And, and I think that that makes you unique because you're looking specifically for what they need and not yes. just let's take you through these steps. Right. Which, you know, I'm sure there can be a lot of benefits to, you know, those, those methods. It's just not something that I've done, mm-hmm. you know, and I think after we kind of usually if, if they have reached out to me in a crisis moment, you know, we kind of address that through a few sessions and then hopefully we're kind of you know, either past that or, you know, it's, it's been worked on significantly that now we start to get into what do they really want next? You know, where do you see yourself in a year? Where do you see yourself in five years? How do we get you from here to there? What's most important to you? You know, for some people, it's their relationship. For some people, it's their career. For some people, it's their health you know, if they're dealing with a health issue. So, and because I have the holistic background, I've been through my own health issues. I could work with people there. I'm an entrepreneur, so I can help people for 20 years. I can help them with that. You know, if, if they're an entrepreneur and if, and if they're in corporate or they don't work, you know, I've, I've worked with people there too. You know, they have some, some unique problems, people who are like maybe a stay-at-home mom, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's interesting. Stay-at-home moms, a lot of people think, oh, they've got the life, you know, they're not working well. You know, it's, it's a hard job being a mom. And there's a lot of other stresses and judgments that, that people have to deal with because they're not working. And, and then they have to manage themselves, even if the kids are at school. Mm-hmm. I love to teach some compassionate self-discipline to the, the and even some stay-at-home dads that I've worked with because you're, no, nobody's watching you, right? You, the kids are at school and now it's all up to you. What are you going to do? Like, yeah, you're going to do some chores and laundry or take care of the house or whatever. But there's a couple hours in there every day that you could play with to take care of yourself. Yes. And to, yes. And to really dive into you. And a lot of times you realize they're just sitting there watching Netflix or, you know, kind of getting, you know, just playing the distraction game. So, so important to find, and that can be for all of us, even if we work 60 hours a week and then we just watch Netflix as we fall asleep, you know, but, but how can we carve out this time, no matter who you are for self-care, self-awareness and working towards what's most important to you in your life? 
Beautiful. I, I love where, where you're going with this. I love all the stuff you're doing. I think you're um, you. obviously you're making a difference for people. So that's beautiful. Gotcha. I want to ask you one question. I always ask everyone um, at gotcha. the end of my podcast here is what is one thing that helped you go from someone that was in the air force that was beat up, struggling after he got out in a lot of pain to living a full life where now you're helping other people find their, you know, purpose and, and find their passion and, and be able to move forward. So was there one thing that, and I know there's probably multiple things. Yes. Can you think there's of a good one, one thing? Okay. That one. You can I think share you're going to like it. I think you're going to like it. And that's faith. Ah. You know, this, this real belief yeah. that I could find a way through the dark night of the soul, you know, find the way through the pain and the depression. Because even if you don't have a, I did, and, and that's a lot of time where I built my, my relationship with God, with the creator, with the universe, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But that, it was during that time that I really had to kind of check in on all those different pieces and starting to believe that I could get through, that there was something inside me that I could tap into, some sort of divine potential, divine spark, okay. something more than just, you know, we're not just these bodies, you know, there's something more to us, our hearts, you can't see our love, can't see our passion, right, but you can feel it, so there's okay. something inside us that we can tap into, and tapping into that, and really believing that I could do it, having the faith every day to be consistent with whatever in that moment I knew was going to be good for me to help me heal, help me come out of the, the dark place that I was in mm -hmm. and to just, you know, day after day, just take those steps and with faith, with belief, those are the two things that I think really made the difference. Cause I think if I did all those steps without that, I don't think it would have turned around the way it did. Might've eventually happened, but it probably would have taken 10 years instead of two, you know? Right, right. And, and so I, I really think faith is so important, you know, and if you don't have a relationship with God, that's okay. Not, not everyone does not, not everyone's blessed with it, as you know. And mm -hmm. so I think it's, you know, important for people to take a look at, doesn't mean you can't find one. And it doesn't mean that you can't find faith and connection and belief in yourself, even if it isn't, in a specific religion or, or with, you know, something that we call God, there's something that you can connect to inside yourself, which for me yes. is connected to the divine, but mm -hmm. that's not for everybody. There's still something, there's yeah, this kernel in there, right? Yeah. Oh, that's beautifully said. And yes, faith is huge <laughs> and yeah. it falls into the law of attraction, which is what you know a lot about. Sure. It's just having that faith and that belief and knowing that, Hey, I can get through this. I will survive. And I am going to get better and just pushing and persevering through that. We know through hearing story after story after story, it's those that persevere and push through and have the faith in knowing that, Hey, I'm going to do this. Yes. You might tell me differently, but I know that I'm going to be able to do this. And sometimes it doesn't always work out the way they want, but sure. they usually get further than what you know, maybe a doctor tells you or things like that That's as right. well. So it's really boils down to that faith. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Matt, so much for being Thank on the you. show today, sharing this beautiful message. We will make sure Matt O. Grady. 
Grady. Thank you. I was like, I wanted to say O'Reilly, and I was like, that's not <laughs> no right. Worries. I know it. No worries. <laughs> MattOGrady.com, right? MattOGradyCoaching.com. Coaching.com. Okay. Yeah. And again, we'll put all of his links in the show notes. He also has a couple of books. We'll try to link those up as well. Thank you guys so much for being here today. And Matt, thank you. This is Donna Gammon. And this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.